What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. Tonight we're going live, 8 o'clock Central Time here. We're going over the waiver wire stuff. I, I did put out a video last night, but I just I think this weekend's or tonight's waiver wire is extremely important. I just wanted to hop in live and give you guys any information or any news that you guys might need. If you guys have questions, fire them up in the chat room. I'm going to hop into a screen share, though. I wanted to uh, kind of just pull up some news and some things like that. Uh, of course, the major news that happened this week, and you know, you got Javante Williams, who's going to be out for the season now. Uh, I think a lot of people are looking at Melvin Gordon. They're looking at Mike Boone. They're looking at uh, even Latavius Murray. And I think this is a very interesting situation. If I just filter here by Denver, let's look at the running backs. Uh, again, we got, uh, let me just kind of zoom in. Uh, as of right now, the projections are 13.2 for Melvin Gordon. They got Mike Boone here for 7.8 and Latavius Murray at 1.3, which is extremely interesting. Uh, I think Melvin Gordon has the best value for Thursday Night Football, but after that, I, I don't know. They signed Latavius Murray, who we know is a really good in-between-the-tackles goal back. He could lead the team in touchdowns the rest of the way. I think that's definitely in the range of outcomes. Mike Boone, just he's kind of been, you know, just like a like a, a – career RB3 for most teams. He's not, he's never really had an extensive starting role, so we don't really know what we're getting with Mike Boone. He did get more work than uh, Melvin Gordon last week after his fumble. He didn't really do anything with it, but three for 20 and one for nine as a receiver. It sounds like uh, he has, you know, some nice opportunity here, but I don't think he's going to run away with the job. Um, and his availability is 0.2 rostered. He's going to shoot up dramatically. Melvin Gordon, 74%. If Melvin Gordon's hanging around your waiver wire, please go pick him up. I think that's a, a pretty good uh, snag if you can. Uh, but I think the sneaky pickup here is Latavius Murray. Uh, Melvin Gordon's had, he's, he's fumbled the ball four times this year. Five of his, he's got five fumbles in his last five games. He's lost two fumbles. Uh, both return for touchdowns, so he's kind of on shaky ground. I think maybe Latavius Murray might be the better stash play, so if you want to add someone for free, I do like Latavius Murray. Uh, and then let's uh, let's get into some of the chats here. Melvin Gordon, Alan Lazard. Uh, if this is a start-sit question, Harris, I, I, I would prefer to save start-sits for tomorrow night. Uh, at the moment right now, I'm probably going to go with Melvin Gordon, though, for start-sit in full PPR. Uh, do we like dropping Antonio Gibson for Brian Robinson tonight? Um, I would... I, I'm excited about Brian Robinson. I think the hard part, though, is is it's going to mean Gibson and Brian Robinson are likely going to be splitting the spot, which I don't know if it's going to leave either one usable for fantasy. So I think I'd like to hold on to Gibson. If you can add Brian Robinson and hold on to Gibson, I think that would be the best. Uh, that would be the best way to do it. Um, oh, and Harris says they're both on waiver, actually. I mean, if you can get both, both guys need to be rostered. I think Alan Lazard balled out last week. He, he kind of took over uh, as the go-to receiver. Um, I, Lazard and Melvin Gordon, if you can get both, I would definitely get both. And it depends on your roster construction. If you need a running back to start this week, get Melvin Gordon. If you need a receiver to start this week, go Alan Lazard. If you're looking for a long stash play, I, I think both guys need to find a way on your team. Uh, but back to Christian's uh, question here. I, I've been We've been saying it for the last couple of weeks. Brian Robinson, he's been hanging around waiver wires. You've, you've been able to snag him and, and stash him on your IR, but all of a sudden here, uh, it's going to take a huge hit to, I mean, you can already see 4.6 projections for Brian Robinson, 11.1 for Antonio Gibson. We're probably not going to feel good about starting Gibson as an RB2 anymore. So I think if you can hold on to Gibson, do it. Uh, I, I can't guarantee Brian Robinson's going to come right in and get uh, as much work at, uh, you know, or more than Gibson at the moment. Um, good evening to Justin. Huge waiver wire week. That's why we're doing the live tonight. 
Uh, do you like dropping Allen Robinson over Alexander Madison? Um, I think at this point we've we've so the NFL typically goes in stretches of like four weeks, right? Um, there's essentially four little seasons now that there's 17 games, it kind of throws it off, but there's always like a four game season in the NFL. So this is the first month it's, it's, it's done. We've seen nothing fun from Allen Robinson. He's bombed three out of four times. I think at this point, if you're, if you have good enough receiver depth, I don't see any reason, uh, to hold on to Allen Robinson. I think at this point, Dalvin cook, we know he's got the shoulder injury. Madison did catch a touchdown. If you need running back help and your receiving depth is good. I mean, I think Madison's probably a better guy to hold on to your bench right now. Do we really think Allen's just going to, the light bulb's going to come on here and he's just going to be, you know, playing really well. Let me look and see where he is at in terms of roster ship here. Um, let me hit percent rostered. Allen Robinson, one second. I mean, he's down to about 84.8. So people are dropping him. He's seen a 5% dip here. So I think if you need the running back stash, I would do it. Um, George Pickens a must add. I, I think so. He's, he's down here pretty significantly. So let me just hit the next page on the percent roster tab. Uh, Pickens. Pickens is 37.6% rostered. I think his usage has spiked the last couple games. You see seven targets and eight targets here. That's what you want to see. But now that Kenny Pickett's officially the guy, you're probably going to be looking at these numbers as kind of like his 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 floor and his ceiling. So he didn't catch a touchdown yet. So those are going to start coming soon uh, once Pickett gets settled in. But 6.9 to 16.8 or 0.2, that's going to be your range of outcomes. I don't know if he's going to get these seven and eight targets, but I would expect between three and six catches per game. I'm liking George Pickens. If you can add him, uh, he's one of the top ads uh, of the week, no doubt. Uh, thoughts on Rex. Rex Burkhead. Interesting, interesting guy. Let's go take a look here at the running backs. And again, I'm just filtering it by percent rostered here. Let's scroll on down. Where is the sexy Rexy Burkhead? Uh, how about Damian Pierce, though, guys? Damian Pierce uh, balling out with that 75-yard touchdown run. Looking good. Uh, looking really fun uh, if you waited on Damian Pierce. But Rex Burkhead. RB35 on the year, averaging 9.2 in full PPR leagues. Let's look at the numbers here. So, so far, uh, I think if you would have started him in all four of these games, you would have been happy with the 12, happy with the 14.9. You'd have been okay with the 7, disappointed with the 2.9. So, so far, I'm going to say this is, you know, a two and a half stars out of out of four games. Uh, I think he's going to probably be, you know, in the, the three, four, five catches per game range. I like that. This Denver game is kind of an outlier so far among the four games. This is probably a guy that you can whip out, you know, in by like now that bye weeks are starting after week five, I think Burkhead's probably a guy that, yeah, if you need an RB2, whip him out and, and you, you're hoping for a seven to 14 point game. He's kind of like in the mold of a McKissick, of a Naheem Hines. Uh, I think uh, they, they love Damian Pierce, uh, but Rex Burkhead is not going away. And actually, the fact that they're not giving Rex these 14 carries anymore and they're just letting him be a pass catcher is is a blessing for his health and for his durability the rest of the year. So I, I like Rex Burkhead at the end of my bench. Uh, is Rashad White splitting carries or getting work? Let's actually go to uh, let's go to PFF snaps routes week four. Let's pull this article up here. I believe this is the one we're looking for. Uh, I want to go all the way down on the page to let's find Tampa Bay. So I'm not sure what it was. Rashad White got the most work uh, of his young career so far. Uh, let's see. 
So here is the Buccaneers snap count. So Leonard Fournette, 39 snaps, Rashad White, 24. You see 28 routes run for Fournette, 18 for White, seven targets for Fournette, five for White, three and three target or carries for each running back here. So this is saying to add, add Rashad White. Leonard Fournette managed an ineffective negative three yards on three carries. Uh, Fournette hadn't played well. He's, he's not playing. Like Fournette's not playing very well. Uh, White took two full drives in the first half and second half rather than the Buccaneers rotating by situation. And that was what I noticed. Like they would just, they just put White in there and let him take the whole drive. They didn't, you know, just sub him in on third downs or sub him in for a play or two. He got the full drive. So uh, the fresh young player, the rookie could, you know, if this is the floor going forward, I think you're looking at, you know, again, five targets in this game, you're, you're kind of putting him in the Naheem Hines, McKissick, Rex Burkhead role. So he does have weekly RB2 value in PPRs, I think, going forward. And you can, I mean, just look at the look at the amount of green here. That's Rashad White. He got all of the goal line carries and the, the short yardage, as well as, a you know, one play in third down, five in the two minute. But look at, you know, this, this is very interesting trend here. I think you have to go add Rashad White if you can do so. Receivers before him or Mike Williams, Mike Evans, St. Brown, and Rashad Evans. Receivers before him or um, I am confused. So you have you have Mike, Mike St. Brown, and Rashad Bateman. Yeah, you don't need Allen Robinson on that one. Um, yep, you don't you don't need a Rob on that team, my my dude. Can you go over a week four fellowship league? Uh, give me a minute, Justin. We'll we'll go over that uh, towards the end. Zay Jones or Marvin Jones? I I prefer Zay Jones. Um, this last game was is interesting. Let me find it. Um, I I don't think there's. It's hard because that game was a, a kind of a shitty rainy game. It didn't really have a lot. I think uh, the one thing that stuck out was Jamal Agnew, who, I mean, we were correct. Tim Jones was the main outside receiver who benefited from Zay Jones's absence, but. I mean, Jamal Agnew with the six targets on just 18 snaps, 15 routes run. When Agnew was in there, he was getting the ball. So uh, that's an interesting development. That might actually take some steam off of Zay and Marvin because if they're going to continue to give Agnew, uh, you know, touches here, that that could be a thorn in the side there for uh, Zay and Marvin. But if I had to choose one, I want Zay. Is Ingram because the backup RB? Uh, that is a good point. I think Ingram, uh, we can begin to see some some clarity now that, uh, especially that Latavius Murray's gone. Personally, I I don't love adding you know a, a backup that's you know in his 30s. I think it's it's interesting. Mark Ingram got hurt in this game, so he he managed you know 13 routes, three targets, 10 carries. Latavius kind of matched him with carries. Uh, he's an interesting guy. If, if, if it's between Ingram and Rashad White, I'm taking Rashad White. I'm taking all the younger players over Mark Ingram, uh, Noah Brown or Devin Duvernay and add. Uh, this week, I, I want Devin Duvernay because uh, Rashad Bateman got hurt. Rashad Bateman's got a little bit of a foot injury. I'm not sure if he's going to play this weekend. So that leaves, I mean, technically Devin Duvernay's got more fantasy points then Bateman so far in this young season. So I'm going to say Devin Duvernay at the, I mean, as of today, it's Devin Duvernay. And as Michael Gallup gets healthier, that's going to mean less Noah Brown. I don't think Noah Brown's going to go away completely, but it, it, to me, I think Duvernay, uh, I mean, the dude is, he's consistent. He's got uh, almost four games over double digits. Of course, 21, 12, 10, and nine. Uh, I'm like, I mean, if he can get four for 51, you know, four for 54, and you got a good chance at a touchdown every week, I think that's kind of fun. Julio or Josh Reynolds, PPR. Uh, I'm not super in love with either of these guys. Um, they're, they're both kind of number three, number four targets on their team. Um, 
if if let me see if there's any players I would take over them. So I mean I if you can get Devin Duvernay, Isaiah McKenzie, I'd rather have those guys. Even Rondell Moore, I'd rather have all three of those guys over Julio and Josh Reynolds. Um Alec Pierce, maybe even two. Definitely, if you can get Romeo or or George Pickens, I want those guys over Julio and Reynolds. Uh, but I would take I would take Rondale, McKenzie, or Devin Duvernay uh, over those guys. Harris, Mostert or Tyler? I lost Javante Williams. Uh, I want Raheem Mostert. I know a lot of people are looking at that Atlanta Falcons situation as as oh it's clearly Algier. Uh, but last week, I mean, they they gave this undrafted Caleb Huntley a good amount of fantasy. Uh, work last week. So uh, let's see, Algier, he's got 18 fantasy points on the year. Caleb Huntley, though, he looked he looked pretty good last week. He ended up with 10 for 56 and a score, 11.6 as his fantasy day. And with Algier, he got a lot of volume, 10 for 84, one for 20 as a receiver. But I think we're going to see a group here. I think you're going to see this kind of be a, a, a frustrating committee, Algier and Huntley. And then even Avery Williams mixed into the game last week, only one carry, but uh, they do carry three backs. And then guess what? Damian Williams is coming back in another week. So I much prefer Mostert when we know it's Mostert and Edmonds, and it's a pretty clear lead for, for Mostert. Rank Algier, Hines, Boone for this week slash going forward. Uh, for this week, I mean, if, if you had to start one and – well, it's, it's simple. If Jonathan Taylor doesn't play, I'm going to play Naheem Hines. So he's the guy for the week here. If I had to rank him for the week, I'm going to go, and that's assuming Jonathan Taylor doesn't play, I'm going to go Hines, Algier, Boone. Now the problem, <laughs> the problem for the Falcons is they play Tampa Bay this weekend, so I don't think anyone should be starting Algier or Huntley or any of these Falcons backs. I think it's an awful matchup. So Hines is the clear winner for this week. The rest of the season, <sighs> I think the guy that I would be most comfortable whipping out is probably Hines. I think he's the one guy that I want to have on my team. He has weekly value every week, even with a healthy Jonathan Taylor. So I'm going to rank them Hines, Algier, Boone. Uh, that's how, even for this week and going forward. Uh, thoughts on Pat's game plan with these QB injuries? Ramondre, Damien Harris. I think they both could be in for 100 yards and a touchdown. That's that's the game plan. And I'll tell you what, Bailey Zappi, he looked he look good. I, I mean, I don't think there's going to be a lot of pressure coming from that Lions defense. I think Zappi could have in himself a nice uh, first career start. But you want Ramondre. You want Damian Harris in your lineups this week. That's that's pretty much the game plan. How many times can the Patriots run the ball? Forty times. Like that. That it's going to be it's going to be a, a long day for the Lions defense. Has more info on Daniel Jones been released? It's looking unlikely that he starts with that sprained ankle. Uh, so it's Tuesday. Typically the first. I mean. Uh, I'm looking at the practice reports here. No team puts like if, if you're playing on Thursday, that's when you're going to get Monday and Tuesday reports. Um, but if you play on Sunday, we're not going to get any reports until Wednesday. So if Daniel Jones, if he gets limited practice tomorrow, that's a very good sign. If he's DNP, I'm not going to worry yet. He just needs a limited day in by Thursday or Friday. So uh, as of right now, I, I can't really say anything on it. And yeah, I, I like stashing Damien Williams because uh, week one, uh, before before uh, Damian Williams got hurt, he was playing more than Cordero Patterson. So I I personally I'm not adding Algier. I'm not adding Huntley. I, I want I want Damian Williams. If you're going to grab an Atlanta back, who would you would you rather drop Allen Robinson or Tua take by low PPR? Uh, that depends on your QB situation. I, if 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 you guys are playing in one QB leagues. 
the only reason I would be having two quarterbacks on my roster is if one, if you're streaming them, that's fine. Or if your quarterback has like a buy the next week. So if you want to hold on to Tua, that's fine. Um, I, I think Tua has more value to you the rest of the season. So, I mean, I, I think, I think it might be okay to drop Allen Robinson receiver is the deepest area off the waiver wire to replace. And it, let's be honest, Allen Robinson's not having a good year. I think you can replace him pretty easy. Um, ETN I'm, I'm interested in, in ETN buy low as far as other running backs, you could potentially buy low in right now. I mean, check with the Deandre Swift owner, see how he's feeling. Check with the Jonathan Taylor owner, check with the Dalvin cook owner. Um, you know, AJ Dillon's had a couple uh, not so great weeks the last couple of weeks. Check with the, uh, again, there's ETN, even JK Dobbins right now, but he might be kind of a, a hard get at the moment. Uh, yay. Trade MT for Godwin. I think so. If you can do that, I would do it. I mean, we just don't trust Michael Thomas and Godwin was able to play uh, well enough the other night. So I, I would have rather have Godwin. I think Tampa Bay is going to go, on a nice little run here. I think Tom Brady and that passing offense is going to get heated up. ETN and J-Rob snap count. Let's look at it. Um, so, again, this was kind of a weird game for the Jags. Uh, it was a raining game. Uh, they had a defensive score. Um, just a lot of weirdness happened. They had, what, four or five fumbles in that game. So I'm not really sure if we can uh, learn too much from it, but let's take a peek at it. I'm almost there. Chicago, the Giants. Here we go. So uh, ETN outsnapped James Robinson, 24 to 22, 15 routes for ETN, eight for J-Rob and eight carries each. So uh, I guess the clear thing is if the Jags are losing, those are games where you probably want to start ETN. So to this weekend, I believe they're seven point favorites against Houston. So it's probably a James Robinson week, I would feel. And uh, if you guys want to check out the, uh, I got this uploaded earlier today. Uh, let's check out the fantasy points allowed stats. Um, but the Houston Texans, man, dead last against the running back. They play Jacksonville. It's James Robinson week. Uh, Minnesota or Miami defense. Uh, let's look at my other – what do I got here? I'm going to go to the start-sit charts. Let's go to week five. I put up the Vegas odds here. Minnesota or Miami defense. I'm going to say Minnesota. Minnesota. I just – Zach Wilson looked good last week, guys. Uh, I, I think I'm less afraid of the Bears offense than the Jets. Uh, Robert Woods or Romeo non-PPR? That's a great question because Traylon Burks is out for a while. Um, I, I think I want to go with Romeo Dobbs, though. That's a healthier offense. Robert Woods, kind of old news at this point. I think he's going to be leaned on heavily, but give me Romeo Dobbs for the rest of the season. Why did Pollard have a down week? Um, that's a very good question as well. Let's see if we can, if we can find that. Where is, where is my Colts game? Were they at noon? I believe they were at noon. One second. Let's see. Oh, where is the Colts? Colts in Tennessee. All right. Let me zoom back in here. So, all right, why am I clicking on that? I'm supposed to click on Dallas. My bad. One second. Dallas and why can't I read it? Am I crazy? Dallas, Washington. I don't see it in here. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what happened with that game script. It is a little bit strange. 
Um, he just didn't get as much. Uh, he didn't have, I mean, he had carries, but he just didn't have any pop-off runs. I don't know why I can't see this Dallas-Washington game. That's very strange. Um, Flex Pierce or Godwin next week? Has to be Pierce, right? Uh, you, yeah, you're going to want Damian Pearson this week. Um, and I know I know the Jags are playing much better than people thought, but their, their rushing defense is still one we want to target. They're giving up the 26 most points to the running back, Damian Pierce. He's locked into 15, 20 touches per game, guys. Uh, go with Damian Pierce while he's hot. Godwin got a great snap count. He did. Uh, let me click on that game. I'm not sure why the – I don't know why the Dallas-Washington game is not on here, but let's click on that Kansas City game. Um, Godwin right back, like the hamstring didn't even bother him. 45 routes run, nine targets. Godwin, Godwin is back. Should I drop Denver kicker too? Cowboys kicker is there. I'm cool with that. Um, Denver's offense, I expect to get heated up a little bit, but if you can get the Cowboys kicker, that's a, I mean, especially with Dak coming back, that's a good offense to be a part of. And they play most of their games indoors. Uh, Rashad Penny, Romeo Dobbs, Jeff, or Michael Gallup, non-PPR. Um, if you need running backs, it's Jeff Wilson. If you need a receiver, it's Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, thoughts on the Miami backfield. Ugh, Miami. Um, oh, Chase Edmonds. I'm not sure what Chase Edmonds did, but it's this is very eye-opening. This is clearly Raheem Mostert's backfield to me. 46 snaps to 18 for Edmonds. 26 routes for Mostert. 9 for Edmonds. 3 targets for both of them. 15 carries to five. Like this is, this is Raheem Mostert's backfield. Now the interesting thing is uh, Raheem getting the two minute drill, the third downs, they split short yardage one for one, but Raheem's getting everything. It just so happened to be that Chase Edmonds on his one goal line touch, he got a touchdown. So Raheem Mostert guys, if he's available, like this is extremely positive for Raheem Mostert. I mean, if if you have a David Njoku or a Tyler Conklin or or something like that, I think it's okay. But like we're we're we should be nervous about Kyle Pitts. It's it's not looking fun. I do think though, now that um, now that Cordero Patterson is out for the next four to six weeks, maybe Kyle Pitts gets a little bit more of an attention in the game plan here. Uh, and yeah, I think I think Bucks are going to smash. Start Eagles against Cardinals. I'm cool with it. The, I mean, the Eagles defense, man. They've been they've been lights out all season. I think are they are they the number one score? Like they're like the top. They're a top scoring defense, I believe, this year. So uh, I think the Eagles are a good start for sure. Yeah, Bucks at home. Uh, Bucks at home are going to put up probably forty. Uh, George Pickens, Lazard, Mostert, Robbie Anderson, Hines start three. We're going to start if if Jonathan Taylor's out. I'm starting. Hines, I don't give a shit about Robbie Anderson. Um, give me Lazard, Hines, and then let me look at this. Mostert going up against the Jets. New York Jets are kind of middle of the road here. Um, George Pickett. George Pickens just had they, – they play Buffalo. I think you're going to go with Hines, Mostert, and Lazard. Uh, if Daniel Jones doesn't play, it means I should stream a kicker over Graham Gano, right? And their defense isn't steamable even with 15 last week. I don't trust the Giants. They really haven't played. Uh, let, let's be honest. They haven't really played anybody amazing. Um, let me open up this link here. I mean, the, the Giants, 
Their only game that was worth a damn was the Cowboys game. They beat Tennessee, Carolina, and Chicago. Uh, I mean, they they should, you know, look good against those teams. I think against Green Bay, you're going to see Green Bay's offense kind of come to life. I don't want to use the Giants against Baltimore either, so I think the next two weeks I'm out on the Giants. Um, I in their defense isn't – I wouldn't touch their defense. I think – should I stream a kicker over Graham Gano? Um, let me let me open up a league where I have kickers. Uh, Graham Gano is kicker number five on the year. Let me just filter by projections this week. Uh, I mean, if you can get Greg Joseph at home against Chicago, I like that play. Um, is Harrison Bucker coming back? I'm not sure this week. Uh, if you could get, um, I mean, Cade York against uh, the Chargers looks pretty good. That's a great matchup. Um, you can maybe get uh, maybe the Riley Patterson here against Houston. That one could be kind of nice. Riley Patterson, kicker number 12 on the year. Not a great game last weekend, but again, it was bad weather. But 10, 7, and 12, I, I think there's a couple options here for the week that are better than Graham Gano. Because if the Giants are going to win, they're going to need touchdowns, not not field goals. Uh, need AMA and Hunter to come back. Yes, yes. I need uh, I need uh, Hunter Renfro to come back. Who should I start my flex? Olave, Gabe, Thielen, Jamal Williams, Melvin Gordon. Um, should I start my flex? Olave, Gabe, Adam Thielen, Jamal Williams, Melvin Gordon. I kind of like Adam Thielen at home against the Bears. I think that's a really nice spot. Jamal Williams, I mean, Jamal Williams has been phenomenal, but going up against the Patriots, they allow only 17.85 points per game to the running back. I think it is a tougher matchup for this week with Jamal Williams. Gabe Davis going up against the Steelers. On paper, like that's a nice matchup as well. Um, and technically on paper, the Bears giving up the fewest amount of fantasy points to the wide receiver, which is extremely interesting. Uh, and then, of course, Olave going up against the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks also, uh, where are the Seahawks? Kind of tight against the wide receiver. So maybe it's Gabe Davis. Um, I'm open to Melvin Gordon, the Colts. Let's see, where are my Colts? Indianapolis Colts. Why can't I read? 18th here. I'm open to Melvin. Uh, this is a tough one. Um, I think I'm going to say Gabe Davis against the Steelers. Brian Robinson is a stash by OJ because of Curtis Samuel. Um, he's worth a stash. Uh, I do get, I mean, I, I get nervous about owning a lot of commanders, but you have McKissick and, and Samuel. I love both those guys in PPR. So if you can stash Brian Robinson, I would say do it. Uh, it depends on who you're cutting, uh, but we'll hang out for another few more minutes. If you guys have questions, please fire them in. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that we haven't covered tonight. I just want to review my, uh, I just want to review the waiver wire report, make sure we covered everybody for you guys. Um, let's see streaming quarterbacks this week, Trevor Lawrence versus Houston. Love it. Carson Wentz versus Tennessee. We love that. Um, I kind of like Zach Wilson against the Miami Dolphins. I'm open to that. Uh, running backs, again, we covered Naheem. We covered Raheem, Naheem and Raheem. Uh, go get Brian Robinson if you can. Burkhead, McKissick. Uh, you got Algier, Rashad White. Isaiah Pacheco. We haven't talked about Isaiah Pacheco at all, but I, I mean, here he is right here. I, I think he might be the guy to own for a potential playoff push. He only played uh, on 17 snaps, but five routes run and 11 carries. Pretty much touched the ball every time he was in the game. So 11 carries for Pacheco. 
if anything happens to Clyde Edwards-Alaire, we know he's been injury-prone the last two seasons. If anything happens to Clyde Edwards-Alaire, we got something there. Um, I would be cutting no one your league matchups. Um, other people said Olave, but I guess I'll try. I'm open to Olave. Um, it is at home. It is probably the safest route, but I, I feel good about Gabe Davis uh going up against the Steelers uh those would be the only two I'd be looking at if Michael I'll tell you what if Michael Thomas is out go Olave it's easy Pacheco over Robinson uh Harris for you I would rather stash Pacheco yes in this situation stash Pacheco you're you already you're already balls deep in in Washington might as well just grab Pacheco I think he's looked good he deserves more work and uh surprisingly both Clyde and Pacheco kind of pushed McKinnon down this week. So that's uh, that's a good spot to, to add these guys. And again, now that we're four weeks in, like we're officially in stash running back season. You want to be stashing these guys, uh, whether it's Latavius, whether it's Damian Williams, whether it's Pacheco, um, just keep, keep stashing running backs, even Jalen Warren for the Steelers. A lot of good running backs here. Um, and uh, yeah, that's going to do it for tonight's show though. This was a lot of fun. I hope you guys get everything you need on waivers. Uh, Pacheco over Mike Boone. Yeah, I'm taking Pacheco over Boone. Um, yes, sir. Uh, I'm trying to think. Anything else happened today in the wild NFL? I don't think so. We're watching Jonathan Taylor tomorrow, though, guys. That's a big That's a big day for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, but this was fun. I'm going to get out of here. Actually, uh, Justin wanted me to cover the Fellowship Fun League. Uh, let me let me pull that back up here. Where were we? Can you go over the week week four Fellowship League? Uh, week four, I got smacked. Um, Porsche dogged me, one fifty eight to one forty three. I fall to two and two. He hits me with the Geno McCaffrey Higgins, just smacking me with Geno Smith. Oh man, uh, ketchup and mustard falls to the fellow Matt Bame here. Uh, Matt Bame hits Justin Jefferson, Cooks, and Gerald Everett ball out. Uh, J.K. Dobbins in the lineup, though, for Ketchup and Mostert. Justin remains undefeated, 4-0, 130 uh, over uh, champion is, uh, I can't remember, I think this is my dad's team, but 130-81. to 81. Brady, Kelsey, Mahomes, just a beautiful stack uh, of, of veteran players there. Uh, looks like Aiden gets his first win of the year over Marietta, 127-124. to 124. He sticks with Russell Wilson. He calls up Jamal and, and gets the Herbert points as well. Overcomes the Hawkinson- DK Metcalf game. So great game there. Mariota falls to 0-4. Trevor or Aiden gets his first win of the year. Molers over Fantasy Goods by a mere six points. Looks like you got the Eckler Cooper Cup rolling. Good to see. Uh, look at Fantasy Goods as running back. So Penny, Damian Pearson, Saquon Barkley. Fantastic. Uh, and then wow. Uh, team Austin Cornelison, 175 over my brothers to 96. Jacobs, Evans, Tyreek to lead the way. We have two teams at 4-0 in the Fellowship Free League. So this is kind of fun. Uh, two four and zero teams, one zero and four. Everyone's kind of still in it here in terms of. Uh, I want to just look at the. Uh, I like looking at the fantasy power rankings. I think these are. This is a really cool tool. Um, they got me at number three, so that's cool. Uh, they got Justin number one. Uh, fantasy goods number two. I'm number three. Uh, looks like the returning champ Porsche two three at four. Uh, but a lot of fun. I'm glad you guys are enjoying the Superflex League. And uh, let me see if I got any more questions. Otherwise, I'm going to get out of here. Um, Carrie G, thanks for hanging out, my man. Thoughts on Algiers on the Falcons. So we talked a little bit about, about Algiers earlier. I'm not super excited about the Falcons running backs. Um, it's going to be a committee, you know, and 
the thing is, like for the next four to six weeks, uh, while Cordero Patterson's going to be out, the Falcons have a really tough schedule. I can't remember. Let me actually look it up real quick. Falcons schedule. This weekend, they're going to play Tampa Bay. They're going to play Tampa Bay, San Francisco, the Bengals, the next three games. So, I mean, are you really going to want to start any Falcons running back over the next three games? I would say maybe not. And you have Algier, Caleb Huntley, Damien Williams. Damien Williams coming back in a week or two. I just It feels like fool's gold. I'm going to let somebody else grab those guys. I mentioned some of the alternatives. Rashad White, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, Latavius Murray. Uh, if you want a PPR stash, you know, McKissick, Rex Burkhead, some of those guys here. But I think um, one of my the best thing I can tell you is um, you, you want to be a week ahead in waiver wires. You don't want to be picking up the guy that popped off last weekend. You want to be getting the guy that's going to pop off in the future. So if you have the room on the end of your bench to just be like, yep, I'm going to pick up Pacheco. I'm going to pick up Jalen Warren. I'm going to pick up guys that are backups right now, but could have roles uh, going forward. So I think it's, it's, it's handcuff season. You want to be stashing running backs, uh, check out the waiver wire link in the description. If you guys have any more questions, hit me up on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for your time. This was a lot of fun. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow night in the live stream. We'll do a start sit live and, uh, yeah, have a good one. Peace. Mm-hmm.